Hey everyone, this is Cappy and you're listening to Just the Plate, a production of Beyond the Plate. Just the Plate is a short segment where chefs describe a dish or a recipe that is meaningful to them. Last week you heard from Danny Meyer. He's the founder and CEO of Union Square Hospitality Group, founder of Shake Shack, his restaurants, and him and his chefs have earned 28 James Beard Awards. He's on the Time 100 list of the most influential people in the world. He is an active national leader in the fight against hunger. He serves on the board of Share Our Strength and has long supported hunger relief initiatives, including City Harvest and God's Love We Deliver. If you missed last week's episode, be sure to check that out. But for now, fried calamari. I was going to ask Danny Meyer to dissect one of his earlier Union Square Cafe menus, kind of like we did with Rich Melman back in season one, but he's a cook. And the guy loves food. So he wanted to do the story behind the fried calamari that's still on the menu to this day at Union Square Cafe that him and the original chef of Union Square Cafe were inspired when they took a trip out to San Francisco and they had this version of the calamari. It's got some secret ingredients in there that he's going to share with you. So I'll stop talking. This is Just the Plate. I was looking at the uh, menu at Union Square Cafe the other day. We're, believe it or not, about to have our 34th birthday on October 21. We open in, on October 21, 1985. And I was looking at the menu, and there's almost nothing there with one exception that we had on our opening menu back in 1985. And uh, Or maybe it was about two months into the restaurant opening, but... We, we started doing this fried calamari with graham cracker crumbs that just took everybody by storm, dipped in lemon aioli. And I was thinking about what was it about that dish that captivated us in the first place? Why did we come up with that idea and how did it last so long? Now, of course, today it's, it's an element in a, a larger uh, array of, of fish, it's a Frito Misto that's got several different things besides the calamari, but it's the same recipe. And it took me back late, I'm going to guess early 1986, once we sort of had the restaurant on semi-sound footing. We had just gotten our first review from the New York Times, and it was a very good review. The restaurant was busy, and I said to the chef at the time, his name was Ali Barker, "Let's. I want to take you to San Francisco and show you some of the places that uh, – that really had inspired me in my early 20s. And one of the places we went to, you know, we went to all, actually the trip was L.A. and San Francisco, so we went to all the places you would expect from back then, Spago, Trump's, um, I'm trying to think. We went to Stars in San Francisco, obviously Chez Panisse. Was Campanile open yet at the time? No, it, it wasn't, no. No, they were those guys were still at Spago, I think. But we went to Fourth Street Bar and Grill, Mark Miller's place in Berkeley, and uh, in San Francisco, we also went to a place called the Washington Square Bar and Grill, which was a really just amazing lunch haunt for politicians. In the way Union Square Cafe had become a lunch haunt for publishers, it was lovingly called Washbag by its regulars in the way that we had been become known as USC very quickly by our regulars. Anyway, Ali and I sat at the bar 
it was probably one of three launches we had that day in San Francisco. Oh, another launch we had that day was China Moon, uh, China Moon Cafe, which was so good. Barbara Tropp's place. But we had what was, without question, the best, absolutely the best fried calamari I had ever had in my life. It was, you know, I guess everything I had had in Little Italy and New York was kind of rubbery, blonde, you know, not very... Not very well. If if it was really brown, it meant that it was rubbery, and if it was really blonde and tender, it was either undercooked or unpleasant. And this just kind of had it all: had the right color, the right texture, the right flavor, fresh. And I asked Ali. I said, "What do you think makes this so amazing?" And he said, "Well, I'm getting." cardamom in the taste. Now, you got to understand, this was years before we had opened our Indian restaurant, Tabla. And in 1985, I just wasn't familiar with cardamom. So I said, well, what is, what is cardamom? And he said, well, it's a lot like the, it's a lot like the flavor you might, you might recognize from graham cracker crumbs or graham crackers. And I go, okay, I'll go with that. So we go into the kitchen um, introduce ourselves to the chef and say, um, you know, those are the best calamari we've ever had. What's, what's your recipe? And he said, he laughed at us and he said, oh, it's flour, salt, and pepper. Um, nothing else. No cardamom, no, no nothing. We come back to New York City and I say, you know what? Just for fun, let's give this, let's give these graham cracker crumbs, a, let's give it a try, even though that's not actually what was in it. And I, and I said, because what occurs to me is that the sugar that's in graham crackers, even apart from the spices, the sugar is going to brown at a much, much lower temperature than flour would. And therefore, you could potentially create the tender and the brown at the same time. So we gave it a shot. We mixed graham cracker um, crumbs with with flour and and it turned out to be so amazing that that ended up on our menu and to this day that's our recipe we i think michael romano when he became chef came up with one more innovation which was soaking the, the calamari first in club soda and that also helps to tenderize them uh before they before they get their batter it's just so I, I love that and I love the fact that all these years later there it is still on our on our menu. There is I don't even want to say a slight chance, like a great chance that I had a, I just came from daily provisions before here. I did too. Did you? <laughs> I was I I went to our brand new one on the upper west side. Up, oh right. I uh, I, I uh, had message Max actually. He said he was up there, but uh, I went to the the Park Avenue location and had some of the ricotta on rye toast and uh, a cortado, and it was perfect. Oh, good. What, did we have any business? Are you kidding? The line was out the door. <laughs> Thank you. That's music to my ears. I, I'm telling you, it was. It's a machine. I said there was two women at the counter taking my order, and I said, "Man, I, I've been in there." 10 times at least. I love popping in there, whether it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And I said, like, man, this place is really a machine because, I mean, it was running the, the, the barista doing the coffee, beautiful finesse, just like moving really elegantly around the machine and steaming the milk and, you know, weighing the, the grinds. And it was, it was, a, it was a, a good thing to see. Awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah. So you're sorry to say there's a good chance 
but there's I a good chance that I head over to Union Square Cafe to, ah. to get this dish. Oh, it's so good. I, I highly recommend it. Yeah, are they serving it? Or do you remember with the lemon aioli still or something yeah, else? Yeah, they still do. They still do. And it's, there, as I said, though, there's, um, there's a couple other fish with it. Sometimes it's flounder, sometimes it's halibut, but plenty of calamari. Well, congrats on the opening of Upper West Side. And thank you again for taking the time to do this. This sounds delicious and it was perfect. So, All right, great. I'm so glad it came out well. Thanks, Danny. Have a good day. All right. Bye, Andrew. Okay, bye. Find more on Danny Meyer by Googling Danny Meyer. I'm kidding. Find him at ushgnyc.com. That's Union Square Hospitality Group NYC. ushgnyc.com. This episode was produced by myself along with Ian Cohen and Joel Eaton. Find me and keep up to date with this podcast across all social media platforms at On Cappy's Plate or go to beyondtheplatepodcast.com. Beyond the Plate is on Twitter at BT Plate Podcast and Facebook. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on your listening site of choice. Thank you for listening to Just the Plate, a production of Beyond the Plate. I'm Cappy.